Welcome to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin, singer, songwriter, actor, voiceover artist, and passionate amateur cook. I believe in making the best of every situation, and since being diagnosed with endometriosis, I have been on a journey to find out what food makes me feel great. By cooking from scratch, I've not only started feeling much better, but also fallen in love with cooking completely. Join me for my weekly food topic and recipe here on my podcast, and check out my website for the transcripts and more. Now let's get on to today's topic and recipe. Welcome back to the From Scratch Body. This week we are talking about different preferences when it comes to flavors and different types of food. Just like we've talked about before, we can be very different in what our bodies tolerate, but we can also be extremely different in what we actually like to eat. It may sound silly, but you really do have the power to affect how other people experience food. And the way we talk about different types of food will create an attitude towards it and make some things seem more exciting than they are. You know, when you think all you want is a McDonald's and you get yourself all hyped up and then you realize it just makes you feel terrible. And others much less exciting than they are. I mean, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, What did these delicious green guys do to get such a bad rep? Knowing this, I think it's important to have a rule to not yuck someone's yum. One of my favorite podcasts, Stuff You Should Know, always say that, and that's where I've stolen that from. Meaning, if someone really loves something that you don't, whether it be olives or Marmite or pineapple on pizza, let them. Isn't it great that they are in touch with what flavors make them excited? something that they might want to cook with and enjoy as a snack. And by the same token, don't let others yuck your yum. Here's one of the wonderful things about cooking for yourself, which can sometimes be hard to find the motivation for. You don't have to consider anyone else's weird hang-ups about carrots or sweet corn or whatever it may be. You can simply check in with yourself, think about what you might fancy today or this week and cook whatever you please. So this week, I'm giving you permission to get back in touch with what you find yummy, not what everyone else tells you that you should have or what you see everyone else cooking. Really give yourself permission to play and don't worry about other people's judgment. And what better way to do this than to make your own homemade pizza? It can be a meat feast or completely vegan. It can have double cheese or no tomato in sight or the pineapple you can dream of. I'm team pineapple, by the way, over here. Or keep it super healthy with loads of vegetables. And the great thing about homemade pizza is that if you are making it for or with someone else, it's okay if you disagree on toppings. You can go half and half. You can make smaller individual pizzas, even lots of tiny ones. Maybe challenge each other to make one for yourself and one for your cooking partner and try to guess what flavor combinations they might enjoy. So stay tuned for my homemade pizza recipe and my long list of favorite toppings to choose from. I would love to hear your thoughts though. Do you have a weird favorite that everyone else hates? How often do you actually get to eat some of your strange favorites? Share your thoughts on Instagram and use the hashtag the from scratch body so I don't miss it. I look forward to hearing your stories. Now we're going to make some pizza. Pizza. 
it's time for the pizza of possibilities. Pizza doesn't have to be a naughty treat. When you are totally in charge of all the ingredients from the base to the toppings, you can control portion size, fat, salt, everything. And if you can't agree on a pizza topping, as I said previously, everyone can make their own portion size pizza and put whatever they want on it. So let's get inspired. Most of us crave a pizza at some point and it can often come when we've run out of ideas for what to cook, we're feeling lazy or we want some comfort food or all of the above. And then the temptation to call and have a pizza delivered to your door is strong. And there's not really anything wrong with that occasionally. It's just that some of those pizzas leave you feeling, well, not great. And it's often super expensive too. The good news is that when you cook at home, not only will you save money, you can really take charge of what goes in the pizza. If you think about it, pizza, a bread base, some light toppings and a bit of quality cheese does not have to be terribly naughty, does it? You can even make a gluten-free base or play around with different types of flour to see what makes you feel good. If you are trying to eat less bread and carby stuff in the evening, you can also make a small pizza or a really thin base and pretend you're in Italy. Honestly, in the time it takes to wait for some of those deliveries, you can easily make a pizza from scratch and have it out of the oven. And in a few years time, you will be a healthy, happy millionaire thanks to this recipe. You're welcome. So this makes one large or two medium-sized pizzas, I would say. First, you use the dough recipe that I shared for my homemade tortillas. You can find it on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, or you can go back and listen to the episode where I talk about making tortillas, and you can use this exact same dough recipe to make the pizza base. So I'm not going to go over that again. You can find it in whatever way is best for you. Here are my topping ideas. First, a base. A tomato base is the most traditional one, but it's obviously not compulsory. Roughly two tablespoons of tomato puree you can mix in with a bit of ketchup. I love to mix in a bit of garlic puree, but my partner does not love that. So that's a good example of where we make different types of pizza. You can also do a pesto base to replace the tomato. That's really lovely. You might want to add some vegetables. Stuff I love on my homemade pizza are things like potato or sweet potato. They will have to be pre-cooked. Courgette, butternut squash is lovely. Onion is just amazing. Red peppers, red onion as well is lovely. Cherry tomatoes, aubergine. Pick whichever you fancy and whatever you have at hand. Some other fun toppings are pineapple. Did I mention I am team pineapple? Olives, gorgeous pine nuts, sultanas. For some heat, you can add some chopped up chilies or jalapenos and some more garlic. I love all of these and I honestly have to stop myself from not putting absolutely everything on my pizza. And this is a nice thing, actually. If you don't have tons of ingredients, you really do not need a lot because it very quickly fills up too much and then it's hard to cook it evenly. If you want to add some greens on there, some spinach, some curly kale, rocket. Rocket I love, but I do put that on after the pizza comes out of the oven just raw so that it keeps that really strong peppery flavor. Now meat, if you do add meat toppings, these need to be cooked beforehand just to be absolutely clear. So you can put some bits of shredded chicken, leftover sausage meat, pepperoni, some bits of salami, some minced beef or pork, bacon, pancetta, a bit of leftover salmon is really nice too. 
Then the most important thing, in my opinion, the cheese. Mozzarella is my absolute favorite, but cheddar is also really great. Great. A goat's cheese is delicious. Even Parmesan can work. And most decent vegan cheeses work really well on pizza. There are some awesome vegan mozzarellas out there. So for seasoning, a bit of salt and pepper, oregano is my absolute must for pizza. But some ground chili, smoked paprika or similar works really great too. If you want to add some sauces for extra heat, you can splash on a bit of Tabasco or other hot sauces over your pizza when it comes out of the oven for some of that lovely, lovely heat. You can make some sauce for that takeaway experience as well, garlic and herb. You can mix some finely chopped garlic and Italian herbs and you just... Blend that in with some creme fraiche and a drop of olive oil. There's your takeaway sauce. Preheat the oven to about 220 degrees Celsius, roughly 200 for fan-assisted oven. You want it really hot for pizza. You might even want to go a bit hotter, but it really depends on your oven. You turn the dough onto a lightly floured work surface and you knead for a couple of minutes until the dough is nice and smooth. Then you let it rest under a kitchen towel for a few minutes. You roll it out. I love rolling out really thin here because it does go a bit thick again once it goes in the oven. And you put it onto a baking paper. You place the base, just the base for now, in the oven, middle shelf, for about five, coming up to ten minutes while you get your toppings ready. So toppings time, make sure any ingredients that needed to be pre-cooked like meat or fish or potatoes are cooked through. When you take the base out of the oven, you don't want it too cooked as it's obviously going back in with the toppings on. Start with your base, your tomato or pesto base or whatever you choose to put on first. Place a good bit in the middle and move it out in circles using the back of a spoon. Spread all of your chosen toppings evenly around the pizza, including the cheese and the seasoning. And place it back in the oven for about 15 minutes until the base is nice and golden and the cheese is melted. If you are making two or more smaller pizzas, you can put them in together. If they don't all fit on one shelf, you can put them in on two separate shelves. You want to swap them around halfway through so they get cooked evenly. Do note that smaller pizzas obviously will take less time to cook. So keep an eye on them in the oven. Every oven is different, as I say. So keep a close eye on your pizzas. You know what a finished pizza looks like, right? That's what I thought. Now, this is the toughest part. Obviously, let it rest for a couple of minutes after it comes out of the oven before you cut into it. It'll be so much easier once everything has set. Trust me. You can serve it with a side salad, some rocket on top is my favorite, the sauces of your choosing, and definitely try a bit of each other's pizzas. No guilt, only joy, and I hope you have fun making them. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember that you can always check out the recipe on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, if you want to have it in front of you when you're cooking. But be brave and make it your own too. Also check out my Instagram at thefromscratchbody and my YouTube channel, The From Scratch Body, for lots of food inspiration that you can totally recreate yourself. Remember, cook from scratch and your body will thank you. See you next week.